0: and now for the review of the day all right i got an itunes review absolutely must listen to podcast five stars from luca Mihol. luca you rock thank you so much great podcast love to listen in the morning to get pumped up for the day content is not only great but actually very 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 helpful keep up the good work hey luca i will i promise keep the comments coming guys i love them and remember I eat feedback for breakfast, so give me a one-star review if you want or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. All right, Rockstar Nation, I got a great guest today, Mr. Scott Hemelstein, and uh, like Beerstein, I'll have you, uh, not Beerstein, Beerstein. Scott Hemelstein, you know, is killing it out in California, Porter Ranch, California, where he is a household name. And uh, we're going to talk about how to make yourself a household name in the real estate sales game. So uh, without further ado, Scott, uh, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. It's a pleasure to be here. Hey Scott, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself so they get to know you better?
1: Sure. Like uh, before, I got into real estate. I was traveling around with all the different uh, television networks. I'm, um, you know, basically uh, working for Fox, CBS, ESPN. i um, you know, doing production on their side, broadcast Long Beach State basketball on radio for nine years. So it was a lot of fun. But the uh, the business was changing in the early two thousands and decided to make a change into real estate. I'm on a request from my mom that I should get my real estate license.
0: That's hilarious. And were you a cameraman or were you a a broadcaster, newscaster, what?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, w- I was doing uh, for all the major networks. I was doing, you know, I was work, traveling around as a statistician. I was working as a stage manager, as an associate director, and then, like I said, you know, I was doing, you know, some stuff on radio for Long Beach State and uh, Cal State Northridge. So I was broad- broadcasting their sporting events on radio. It
0: was a all lot right. of fun. So, what year did you get into real estate?
1: I uh, got at the very end of two thousand four.
0: Okay. So, you know, 14 years now you've been in the business and, and let's get some nitty gritty. So, like, uh, how many houses did you sell, would you say, in the last 12 months?
1: Uh, in the last 12 months, uh, well, if you look at last, last year's numbers, we sold, we sold 41.
0: Okay. And of those 41, just out of curiosity, how many came from, like, your farm?
1: Uh, almost my majority of them. I think it was that 32 of them came last year from the, from the farm
0: from the farm which is phenomenal right so he's pulling
1: and, and let, th- let me own other houses or they may have kids or other family members that need to sell so you know that includes you know those referrals as well
0: okay that makes sense but still you're pulling three three deals uh you know a month out of the farm what like what percentage of your business would you say is buyers versus sellers scott
1: I'd say for us, it's probably more 70% are sellers and about 30% buyers.
0: Wow, that's great. I love that number. I love that number. Okay. And um, so what was your ECI, Scott? Then we called on the show ECI, Ego Commission Income, also known as Gross Commission Income. What, what would you say it was over the last 12 months?
1: Uh, over the last 12 months, it's about 520 or so.
0: All right, beautiful. And what's your profit margin?
1: Project project
0: uh, profit margin was about three fifty. Three fifty. Okay, so a buck seventy five. So uh, that's pretty seventy eight percent or something like that. So it's pretty good. Now, do you have your own company or another brokerage? What do you? How are you set up?
1: So uh, we have our license. We have our license at a brokerage. Um, I have an assistant and I have one buyer's agent. So uh, so that's how it's. That's how we're kind of set up. And then. Uh, we had a full-time assistant, uh, last year and then she ended up moving and then we brought in like basically a TC and she works from home. So we basically pay her, you know, per file, but she's incredible. Um, and it's made just a huge difference for us.
0: Yeah, that's great. Well, you must have a hell of a deal with your broker. Yes. <laughs> that 20, if you're only putting out 22% and that includes brokerage fees, that's, um, that's a good deal. Um, so, okay, so let's let's talk a little bit about you know the where and the how, which is what everybody wants to hear. Tell me, first of all, did you start this farm from day 1?
1: Yeah, so so at the first company I was with, uh the owner would this is back when the market was very strong at the, you know, the end of 2004-2005. And the, the company that I decided to go with was a boutique agency, because when I interviewed with all the different brokers, all the different brokers said, oh, yeah, Scott, you're going to make a lot of money. You're going to do great. But I interviewed with this one broker and he said, Scott, if you're willing to be teachable and accountable, you'll be very successful. And that resonated with me. Well, so I listened to everything that he did and told me to do. And so basically, like uh, he told me that I couldn't work with buyers. So that meant that I could only do lead generation activities for sellers. So he told me I needed to door knock. So I did. So I didn't have any business at the time. And, you know, just coming from television that a lot of my friends and whatnot were not in position to buy. So I had to go out and generate my own business. So when I first started, I literally door knocked 57 days in a row, like literally 57 days in a row is what I did. And then um by month 4 I picked up a I actually picked up one buyer I um, that actually was a million dollar transaction that was my first deal and then after that like about a month later I ended up getting three listings in the farm. All uh,
0: right, this is great. Uh, a couple of things I uh, okay Scott if you're willing to be teachable and accountable the rest will take care of itself. I mean if if every real estate agent just heard that and actually um, became obsessed with it on their first day on the job, (laughs) you know, everybody would be so successful. Um, So 57 days in a row, that right there is incredible. And then, you know, what happened is obviously, you know, you didn't get immediate results, but within within a few months, you got three listings out of the farm. So I want to talk to you about that door knocking, right? So like what times do you door knock? What do you say? When do you door knock? Uh, Tell me the stories of how those people, if there's any, came to call you. You know, let's talk about that.
1: Right. So usually, typically, like, you know, this time of year, because the sun's out, you know, so much later uh, here in Southern California. So typically, I like to go out um, between, you know, 4 and 7 or, you know, 5 to 730 if it's over 100 degrees, you know, if you're going to go out. You know, most people are, are home in the evening, so your contact ratio is going to be a lot, uh, a lot higher. So usually, I like to go out during those times. Another good day to go out is Sunday evening, and by and large, I'd say generally your contact ratio is somewhere between thirty to thirty-five percent
0: on Sunday evenings. Yes. Yeah. So Sunday evenings are the hot spot, right? I mean, like, like really, you know, I
1: mean, fine, it,
0: What's that? Friday nights too.
1: Well, fr- you know, Fridays are great too. Like I'll, I'll go Monday through Friday. I usually don't door knock on Saturday. Saturday's not a bad day.
0: So when you get there, right? So you're going out Monday through Friday, but you're smart enough to know evenings people are going to be home, right? Um, and you're smart enough to know uh, people are most likely to be home Sunday evenings. Right. And you knock on the door, and what do you say?
1: day 1 you know obviously what I was saying was a, was a little different than what I say now okay. so when I so, so when I first started walking around um, obviously nobody in the neighborhood knew who I was i mean nobody me out of a police lineup if their lives depended on it now obviously that you know th- that is quite different so when i went around the first time i would just introduce myself and just say hi you know my name's scott himmelstein you know i'm your, your local neighborhood specialist just want to stop by say hello and just see if you have any real estate questions and you know, most of the time, they would say no, sometimes they'd want to talk about the market. Um, and then I would say, well, hey, you know, it was great talking to you, uh, you know, look forward to seeing you again next month. So now I've planted the seed that the expectation is that I'm already going to be there next month. Now, I didn't give them any scripts. And I didn't, you know, try to ask them, well, are you going to be buying or selling? Because if I do that the first time, when I come around think about it yourself as a consumer that if I come around the second, third or fourth time and every time you're going to stop answering the door number one and number two <laughs> it, it, num- number two it's going to be impossible for for me to build that relationship with you that happens over time so again if I'm coming if I'm coming to the door the second time around it'll be something like this hey just want to let you know that the house down the street just came on the market. It's the same floor plan as yours. It's 2174 square feet. They listed it for six ninety nine. dollars They haven't put the sign out yet. The uh, I had a chance to preview. stairs is remodeled, including the kitchen. I'll keep you posted what happens with it next time I come around. Great to see you again. And that's it.
0: That's it. So you're basically kind of running. Uh, you're like the Pied Piper, Paul Revere. You're kind of running from house to house, just saying, right. hey, you know, this house just sold, this house is on the market. And that's your whole intent is just to be that guy that's coming around telling everybody market news.
1: That's it. And then, and so basically like marketing community news, you know, so that way when they, when they see you, they understand that you're the expert when it comes to real estate. And so any of their questions top of mind.
0: So any of their questions get answered basically, right? Correct. So like if they're Correct. if they're thinking about it, you're ready with the with the answer. It's not like I got to get back to you, right? right? And so, okay, so now like are you what else are you doing besides door knocking specifically in the farm? Yeah, in the farm.
1: Right. So, uh, so we drop, uh, we drop just listed, uh, just closed. Um, we don't do any of these recipes or, you know, these <laughs> you know, you know, funny stuff. And, and the other thing too, like, this is very important. Like, you, you know, you have to remember that in 2018, we're we live in a society where everybody's competing for everybody's attention. And so you have to, like, as myself, I'm guilty. So, and so if you try to be fancy, right. And you decide that you're gonna try to put all this verbiage on whatever piece you're gonna send out it'll never get read you're better off putting one photo one or two things and a call to action and that and that'll draw them in because you're asking way too much for somebody to sit there and read a paragraph of information of a blurb when they can actually probably read that online anyways
0: Hey guys, as you know, my book, Six Steps to Seven Figures, has been a New York Times bestseller and a USA Today bestseller with over 30,000 copies sold to real estate agents and real estate investors alike. And uh, listen, I have decided to do something really special here. I am going to give away 200 copies. Yes, I'm going to give away 200 copies that I have, and all you need to do to get one is to go to free six steps book.com that's free six steps book.com all spelled out s-i-x steps book.com and you can fill out a form and all you need to do is pay the shipping and handling and i'm going to send you that book absolutely free or simply text the word pat to 444-999 my goal is for you to have this book if you haven't read it yet an absolute must for any real estate agent's library, Six Steps to Seven Figures, a real estate professional's guide to building wealth and creating your destiny. Just go to sixstepsbook.com and fill out the form, and I will send it to you absolutely free. Or simply text the word PAT to 444-999. That's P-A-T to 444-999. All right, so how often, right, are you mailing them this postcard or is it a postcard with a photo of the house that says just listed, just sold, a photo of your face, and a call to action? Like, How how often, if I lived in your farm, how often would I get something like this? Okay,
1: so so I, I think what I'd like to do is also backtrack because where I am now isn't where I was in the beginning, and so I don't want to overwhelm people. No, so like, sure. like, I, this like, is, like, I love that. You yeah. know. Take, take so, your time. Take so, us
0: from day one to, to today.
1: So the first six months, I did not, I did not mail at all. I think it was not until about month 10 that I started mailing about once a month. I um, mean, at the time, I was, only, I was door knocking maybe about 1,000 homes, um, like the first year. And then I, I just did once a month. Uh, over time, you know, obviously you want to be revenue based. So, you know, as your revenue continues to grow at, at some point, you know, so the mailer that we send out usually has about 10 to 12 houses on it. That just either says sold, closed, and just has the, the picture of the house and one or two small details in microscopic print. But people, all they care about is what they see is just closed, just sold, just listed. The The drop that we have, uh, for the uh, for our, our houses that either just closed or or just listed or open house invites, uh, those usually just have one or two houses. Uh, you know, for us, I think uh, we get charged 18 cents a piece to drop. Um, so we drop it through uh, about 2,300 to 2,500 homes. And um, and then so the, uh, right now we're currently mailing once a month, and then we drop you know two times uh, you know, probably two times a month as well.
0: Wow. So it's tons. So like, how many would you say, like how many, like, and, and these are all postcards, right?
1: Yeah. These are all, they're all postcards. So a lot of them, like just to, you know, to keep costs down, we'll do, um, we'll do like a good size, like quarter size, you know, uh, postcard. I, uh, and, and then sometimes we'll do a half size and then sometimes we'll do 11 by, you know, uh, we'll do eight and a half by 11. So it's just you. Know, it just depends on you know what type of piece we we want to give out.
0: And and how many people on your farm would you say now?
1: Uh, right now we have twenty three hundred. Our buyer's agent just literally started last uh, last month. Uh, started door knocking, and so we started going in. We're we're adding another uh, six hundred homes as well. So she's going to start doing those.
0: And your well. buyer agents, thats kind of a cliche, right? Like like you're not. She's really, he or she is really a uh, listing uh, agent as well, right? I mean, because they're, they're right, door knocking. Right,
1: right, right. Right, because she, cause she's door knocking. And literally, like, the, the second day that she went out, she got a listing
0: lead. So, what? I mean, okay, so tell me that. about that. Tell me that story.
1: <laughs> uh, so she calls me up at, like, 8 o'clock at night. She says, Scott, I was out door knocking for two and a half hours. I did about 65 homes. Um, she wanted to discuss that we have a listing lead. Um, that they wanna they wanna downsize. I started talking with them and just asking some questions, and so I I was able to get their email address and their phone number, and so they wanna meet with us next week. So we're gonna meet with them next week.
0: So does she call you from their house?
1: Yeah, she she texted me, and then, and then we talked later later, later that evening.
0: Okay, so, I thought she I thought she like put you on speaker.
1: I mean, no, could, no, no, no. You know, in real yeah, life, she could. she
0: could Facetime you. And right, oh yeah, yeah Scott's that, right here, you know?
1: Yeah, no, in, in today's technology world, that's definitely feasible. On you, know, you know, Really, I kind
0: I of like that idea. What if, you had, what if you had an iPad, right? And you connected it to your hotspot and you walked mm-hmm. around and you just sent all these little people like her, I don't mean to say little, but all these people like her, five of her, and as soon as they got something hot, they FaceTimed you or they Zoomed you and be like, here's Scott, right? You've probably seen him before. Hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. You know what I mean? I mean, what would be wrong with that, really, if you think about it?
1: No, I think, yeah, you know, again, you know, it, I think you know, in today's 2018, people care about you know, everything being done super fast and using, utilizing the latest uh, technology. So I think, yeah, I think that would be a great strategy if people can do it.
0: That's awesome. And so let me go over the script with you because I think we skipped over that a little bit or cut out. But uh, so like her script that she uses when she is shaking someone's hands when they're answering the door is what? Um, so, you know,
1: again, so it goes back to what I said before because she's trying to break into that community and in neighborhood. So, you know, at this point, we're just try- we're, you're just trying to build a relationship. So, you know, what we're going to say is something to the effect of is, You know, oh, hi, you know, my name's Scott. You know, just want to introduce myself. I'm the neighborhood specialist. You know, if you have any real estate questions, you know, let me know and look forward to seeing you again next month because, because you want to, you want to be able to set the expectation that they're going to see you again next month. And again, being able to deliver at that point, you can give them more information. Let's take it on. Now, some of them may just want to talk to you about the market right now, and that's great. And then, and then another thing that's really important. Um, because, you know, this is, this is like the only industry I know of in real estate that people just, you know, can't handle any type of rejection. And uh, I mean, like if you think about it, like if you went to Best Buy, if you, if you really thought about it, and if you're looking at TV and the salesperson comes over and asks you and says, Hey, you know, um, can I help you with anything? And you said, no, no, I'm just looking. I mean, the salesperson for Best Buy is not going to go back into the break room and start crying. But in real estate, we get one rejection and it's like, you know, the apocalypse is is like right upon us. Okay. So let me stop
0: you you there because I want to ask you, why is that?
1: I I, I just think that, you know, I think it's us more than anything else. I think it's just our mindset.
0: So Um, is it that that real estate attracts sissies? (laughs) Well, I think people don't understand
1: necessarily what they're actually signing up for, number one. And number two, what their actual job is, is to regenerate, which is going to encompass being rejected. But what I was originally going to get to is that I can't tell you how many times when I first started that I would ring the doorbell and people would say, no, not interested, just leave it there. And what I tell people is that even if they don't open the door, that the fact that someone says not interested, just leave it there, that is a victory for you because You have to remember at that point in time, you're disturbing their life. They may be getting ready to have dinner. They may be giving the kid a bath. They may have something else going on in their personal lives. But again, the fact that they eventually, if you keep doing it consistent time over time, they will remember you. And I had a house, I think it was my third, fourth year in the business. And I knocked on the door. Every single time, the wife was incredibly surly to me. And she said, just leave it. Just leave it there. And she was almost borderline upset with me and Ruth. And one day I got a call and I was driving and I wrote down the address and I looked it up and I was like, wow, this has got to be a mistake. There's no way that I'm going to have a listing appointment at this house. And sure enough, we got the listing, we sold it. And the day that we closed escrow, and and I'm still very good friends with, with them and they moved out to Texas. And I always joke with them every time I talk with them about it. So Every time I talk with them, I always joke with them about that the fact that the wife would never open the door. And, you know, and she said, she's like, Scott, let put it myself. Like my husband was working long hours. I have two young kids. Like you don't know who's out there. So I would never open the door. But she says, we always got your stuff. And we always knew when it came time to sell, we were going to call you. So again, you know, you have to take away some of your own preconceptions and just be consistent and do the job that you're supposed to do every day.
0: Yeah, I love that story. I mean, that's great, right? Because you just don't know. And you know, and I love, again, the analogy on the Best Buy, right? It doesn't make any logical sense, right? That you would be like, just because you're an hourly wage, that you'd be like, it's not me, it's Best Buy. It's almost like if you have a $12 an hour job at Best Buy and someone rejects you, you think it they're not rejecting me, they're rejecting Best Buy. But right. instead of us saying oh, they're not rejecting me, they're rejecting our broker, or they're rejecting the real estate industry as a whole, or whatever you want to say that's bigger than you, we tend to say, they're rejecting me. And I guess it's just, it is what it is, but it's a a fascinating thing to think about. So, all right. So do you guys do any community events or anything like that in the farm?
1: Yeah, we do a lot of them. And so again, you know, you're talking about making sure that you're building relationships with it. And yes, the biggest of a part of it is to be able to knock on doors and be consistent and be able to get your contact. But the neighborhood also wants to make sure that it's not just about you, that you're helping out and you have a vested interest in the community. So we do a few different events throughout the year. We do a community garage sale in the spring. Where we organize um, all the different homes, and each home has a garage sale at their individual house. And we typically have about 55 to 60 garage sales going at one time. We advertise in the local paper. We have over 200 directional signs. It's a really big event. Uh, we just started another event in the spring called Pet the uh, Doggy Photo Day. There's a local park in our farm, and we bring in a professional photographer. We have costumes, and uh, basically uh, for free, the families can come in and get professional photos with the dogs and the family, or you can just dress up the dog. So that was a really uh, pop, pop, popular. It's uh, sort of okay. like
0: a, a yappy hour in the park. Everyone brings their dog, and you have like little things that the, you could put on the dog to, to make them uh-huh. look cute. And- Correct.
1: And, and, and for the kids to wear costumes as well. And a tip on that if you go to PetSmart or Petco um, like right after Halloween or talk to them about a week before Halloween, uh, most of these major brand pet stores they throw away their Halloween costumes after the holiday. So there's a way to get some free costumes for you. Um, so it's, it's a really fun uh, activity. Um, we bring in our lender. We have a huge uh, canopy set up. Uh, we have um, different uh, um, doggy parks that are listed around in the area. We have Dunkin' Donuts and coffee that are brought in you know, by our lender. Obviously, have water bowls. Uh, as, you know, for the dogs to make sure they can drink water, but we have a whole bunch of different things going on at the same time. It, it's a fun event.
0: That's amazing! What a, what a great idea! I love it. Well, cool. Well, then, thanks so then,
1: much. And, and, yeah, I was going to say, and then the, the the other big one is we just literally did it last weekend, where we uh, we have an ice cream truck and we give away fifty five cases of ice cream over the course of six hours.
0: Fifty five cases. Of ice Mm -hmm. cream over the course of six hours so you put the ice cream truck in the park and you just say free ice cream
1: no we drive around the entire geographical farm and uh, one of our past clients um, we downloaded the the song the entertainer from iTunes and then we went into his home studio cost me about a hundred bucks and um, I uh, um, basically put my you know what I wanted to say on it would be like free ice cream come and get your free ice cream Courtesy of the Scott Himmelstein Group and Park Regency Real Estate, and that would just be on the loop. And so that would be blasted into the neighborhood for six hours.
0: <laughs> I love it, dude. I love it, and I'm glad you could <laughs> fit, fit it all in there. I, I did the same thing once in my farm, and, um, and I couldn't get everybody in. I, I made the farm too big, and I couldn't get everybody in, and people were so pissed that their kids didn't get their free <laughs> ice cream. Cause I you know, we thought we'd just be able to whiz by, I guess, and throw out the ice cream, but everyone wanted to hang around the truck, and it ended up taking like fourteen hours.
1: So, uh, oh my gosh, that's too funny! <laughs> All
0: right, give us some advice on like tools that you use and have used to build up this farm that you've created over the last twelve years or so.
1: Right. Okay. So obviously, you need a database, whether any type of lead generation you're doing, you have a, you need a database. I started with that with, with something very simple. They're not even in business anymore. Instant Impact, um, and then I kind of right now we currently use Top Producer. Um, they're okay for what we do. I think if you were doing cold calling or something else or another form of lead generation, it might not be the best CRM out there for for somebody. But we're pretty happy with Top Producer. It's compatible with a lot of some of the other tools that we use, uh, and so. Before I talk about some of the other tools, you know, again, you're, you're talking about building relationships and how do you go about doing that in a farm? Because, you know, it's great that you walk through there and you're getting the contacts that you want to do. And again, you know, you, you, your goal is to get at least 20 contacts a day. So when you're out there. So that's usually the goal is to get at least 20 contacts. But, you know, once you get those contacts, you know, and you get their contact information, like now you got to start following up with them, especially if they have email. And so, um, over time, we use two different platforms. We use viral marketing, um, which we found to be a really good one, where we basically send two informational videos of things that's taking place in real estate. As well, it goes to our past clients, our sphere, um, every pretty much everybody in our database and our social media. And you know, it might be a market update. It might be, um, you know, talking about you know how things. Uh, you know, have changed in real estate or, you know, something like a a new rule with the city. Uh, And we we constantly bring in different vendors to be on there, whether it be our lender, appraiser, um, our home inspector to talk about different things to kind of give tools um, to our, you know, both our buyers and sellers and people that live in the database, uh, you know, as well as, uh, you know, the community. And, you know, again, because you're not soliciting for business, um, you know, again, it just helps solidify the relationship as you're the person to call as far as real estate goes. Now, viral marketing is not very cheap, but I do highly, highly, highly recommend BombBomb. I can't tell you how powerful of a tool BombBomb is. It is so simple. I shoot probably three to five videos every single day on my car, you know, on the way to into the office. And I use that for everything for follow-up, whether it be if I had a listing appointment the night before or um, I just got off the phone with them and, you know, I'm going to have a listing appointment, whether it be a birthday for a past client. I mean, think about that for, I think it's something like 20 bucks a month, right? And for all your past clients or everybody in your database and you have their birthday information, everybody else in 2018, all they do is write on their Facebook, happy birthday. Most you know I hardly even get a phone call anymore except for my parents you know on my birthday but imagine if you actually take the time and it only takes about 15, 20 seconds to shoot a quick video on your cell phone in selfie mode, upload it into the BombBomb app and then distribute it out to the person, you're going to set yourself apart from everybody else)
0: Okay, so, so what helps- does the BombBomb app do? Because uh, like, you could do, right? You could, I, could, I could upload you a video right now and text it to you. So tell me about, tell me, tell me like a third grader right. and understand what, how BombBomb helps you.
1: Well, you can text it. But what I find is that uh, I find that the email, because we have a whole template that has like happy birthday on it. So we find that the email actually gets more traction a lot of times than the actual text message. Um, because what's starting to happen now um, you know, most people don't really answer their phones just because there's so many spam phone calls. And you're starting to see we're entering that realm into, into text as well. And so what, I, we, what we found over the last few years is that people tend to still really open up their email, um, you know, qu- quite often. And so, um, you know, I, we found that just being able to email them a video, um, you know, it goes a long ways. I mean, you could do it with a text. Um, but we found that it just looks a little more professional because on BombBomb, you can have your own template that has everything customized. So it just looks a little more professional than just a normal text video.
0: Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And they just, they just help you set it up and they put little print on it or tell me like, what do they do? So,
1: uh, so on mine, so mine like I up on the top in our template, it has like a recent sales listings, reviews, they can click on those links. And then it has a a header on there, which kind of has our logo, uh, as well as some information about the Sacramento Valley. So, you know, it's just like I say, it just has a more professional look to it than just sending out a normal text.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you're just sending out two or three a week to to, two or three a day, day. random people in the farm or what have you. And they Mm -hmm. just thinking of you, by the way, 417 Umpdy Ump Street just went under contract. It's similar to yours. Just thought I'd give you a heads up.
1: Anything. Right. And then, oh, you know, sometimes it might just be like it might be somebody, you know, it might be somebody's birthday. So it would just be like on uh, on Sunday, uh, you know, it was somebody in our farm's birthday and they're actually a past client as well. So, you know, I just Sunday morning, I was in my car and I just said, Hey, Maryville, Scott, how are you? Hey, just want to wish you a happy birthday. Hope you're able to enjoy the day with your family. You know, uh, again, hope you're able to enjoy the day. Look forward to seeing you guys soon in the neighborhood. Have a great Sunday. Take care simple, you know, coaching, it's a sync, like I always say.
0: That's incredible. And I want to go back a little bit about the call to action. Pretty much your call to action is, is free market analysis, right? Call me to five. Right, five worth. That's it.
1: Right. And then, and then, so, you know, these days, you know, it's like we have a, we have a URL that's like your91326.com. So, you know, you do have to have some type of call to action on there because that would give them an instant. You know, market of market evaluation. But when they do, they obviously have given us the you know our contact information. So once we have that, you know, we'll follow up and see if it's actually if they just want to get an idea what the market's doing. And if that's the case, we'll just tell them kind of I'll talk with them on the phone and give them an idea. And if it's something more serious, then we'll you know we'll we'll schedule an appointment with them.
0: So basically, they just go there, they type in their name and number, and then you call them. Correct. It you don't right. have it linked to um, one of these services that. Kind of yeah, gives
1: it, 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 is, it is linked to cloud CMA.
0: Cloud CMA. Okay.
1: Yep.
0: All right. And uh, so that's a good thing to think about, guys, if you don't have that cloud CMA. Okay, cool. So, all right. What? what I, and I love this because, you know, I mean, here's the thing about Scott's business model that I love the most is, number one, 70% of his business's listings all his business in the beginning was free, right? Like 57 days of door knocking. It's hard work, but it was free, right? And he got three Mm -hmm. listings. So his first three listings he ever got in life were free, meaning he didn't have to pay for them. And uh, now he's bringing on other people that are getting business for free that he's not having to pay Zillow and, and all these people to get leads for his agent, or any agents in the future because, you know, they're getting them for free just like the way he got them for free. Now, now it's reached a point, of course, where he's paying money to, to bombard them with postcards and, and things like that. But if you look at his profit margin, again, it's one of the best in the business. So, I like this model in so many, so many, so many ways. What about uh, What's a failure that you've had, Scott, in building this or in building your <laughs> business at all? That you can share, with uh, and learn yeah. from.
1: You, you know what? God, you know, you know, it's such an up and down business. You know, it's hard because you know sometimes you're on real highs, and then sometimes there's some real lows. I, you know, I'd say the biggest one is for whatever reason in 2013, I think it was 2013. Um, I just had this horrible first six months of the year. I mean, everything that took place was just an epic failure. Um I mean we had deals fall out of escrow. Um and then we had one where the uh we we finally got one of our buyers into escrow in a house in our geographical farm and then they had to cancel because the wife got the, you know, transfer to Arkansas. And so the first 6 months of the year I literally only had two closings. Literally two. And you would think, like, wow, well, you know, the panic buttons here, like, what can you do differently? But every day I went out there, and it was so hard to put a smile on your face when you knew you were struggling. And then July came, and then all of a sudden we had 14 in escrow in like two weeks. And, uh, <laughs> and so it's one of those things where I tell people, like, don't give up. You know, just keep doing it, like, be consistent. It's not easy. I mean, if it was so easy, everybody else would be doing it. But at the end of the day, like this is the, you know, for geographical farming, think about it. That the post, of the, the mailman is out there every single day, you know, rain, snow, heat. Same with the UPS guy, same with the Amazon guy, same with the FedEx guy, even the ice cream truck guy during the summer. All these guys. And there's no other business that gets compensated like we do. And I can tell you that if you do it right, that you will. End up being much more successful than all those other professions that I just mentioned to you.
0: No, I love that, and I and I know in my own business, multiple times I I have memories for whatever good or bad. Right, they're almost post traumatic stress type memories. of I have a memory of sitting in the driveway of my house, not wanting to go inside because I was like, because a deal had just fallen through. You know, on my way home, and I was so distraught by it, and uh, I was just you know, thinking about how I can become a lawyer because I didn't want to do this anymore like this business was for the birds. And of course, I didn't after a good night's sleep, you know, but we all have those moments. And you, your moment lasted six months. Right. And, you know?
1: and there, were, there, was a, there was another time, I'll never forget, it was on a Thursday where I had five deals fall apart and for a variety of different reasons. <laughs> I mean, you, you really thought the end of the world was right there. And I remember I just, I told myself, well, you know what? I'm going to take this weekend off. And I think I did, I think I door knocked a thousand homes in a week because I was so upset of what happened the previous week. So, you know, use it as motivation. Um, Ideally, like you wouldn't want to have those situations come up. But unfortunately, the business that we're in, they are, there's always going to be a challenge. And it's basically, you know, how you react to the challenge.
0: Funny how we remember those. I I remember a deal... Uh, you know, it was a mistake that I made. I won't get into details, but it was a a mistake that I made in growing. And, um, I made the mistake. I admitted the mistake to the seller and she fired me. And not only that, uh, she had given me two referrals and, um, of people that I had their house listed and she told them to fire me and about the mistake. And they both fired me. And so just like you I had three, lost three deals in one day. And, um, all because of my 100% my fault and i just got to beat myself up over that and uh, that was tough you know but again it happened right you know just think of and i've had tons of millions of dollars in commissions made since then and uh, but but it's great to hear right you know you just got to keep persevering you can't quit
1: right 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 but, but you know what the biggest advantage to farming and why you know i always recommend to doing it to agents is is twofold Because if you think about it, that if you have a listing in your farm, let's just call it City A, for example, right? The probability of you being able to find another buyer for another home in that same geographical area is going to increase tenfold. As opposed to, let's say you have another listing in City B, which is 15 miles away. You know, if I'm looking in, in City A, most likely I'm probably not looking in city B. And so it's going to be really hard to tie those listings together. But if I have multiple listings in city A, now it becomes a situation where if if we're at an open house, it's like, oh, great. You're looking for a house that's bigger. You need more than 2,000 square feet. Um, Great. We have one coming on the market in two weeks. Now, all of a sudden, your value proposition shoots through the roof. You've differentiated yourself from every other agent out there, pretty much, because most agents are like, oh, yeah, I'll send you some listings from the multiple listing service. And at the end of the day, you're no different than Redfin or any other internet uh, discount sites as well. And so now you've given real value to buyers that come through your open house.
0: No, absolutely. I love it. I love it, Scott. Well, th- this has been phenomenal. What, um, Scott, as you know, everybody that comes on the show brings a free gift w- with them, uh, something of utility that the Rockstar Nation can use in, daily uh, in their business. But what free gift do you bring in day?
1: Um, so we gave a day? So I give you guys a something that I think is really valuable because people ask me all the time, Scott, how do I choose a geographical farm? And there are some numbers that you should kind of look at when you're actually choosing a geographical area. And we gave you some real solid tips to, to keep in mind when you're actually choosing the geographical area that you want to use.
0: Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome, guys. And I'm going to, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put that on hybendigital.com. Eh. I'm going to just do Scott H because I know you guys are going to mix up the I and the E and the E and the I and his name. (laughs) I would do that myself. So uh, hybendigital.com backslash Scott H. That's hybendigital.com backslash Scott H. And I'm also going to put it in the agent success toolbox, which could be found on hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. Or guys, just text the word toolbox to 444 999 That's toolbox to four 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 nine nine nine, and you'll get a link to the free toolbox. You'll get a link to Scott's gift and you'll get a link to all the other items that everybody else brought on the show as they've come along over the years. And if you want to reach out to Scott, say hi. Thanks for being candid with us. Thanks for sharing. All his information and social media links will be on the sh- show notes on hybendigital.com. Back to Scott. Hey, Scott, you've been a blast, buddy. I uh, hope that uh, if I'm ever in your neck of the woods, we can uh, get together face-to-face and break some bread someday.
1: Sounds like a plan to me.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. If this free content is giving you a ton of value, I want to ask a small favor in return. I need you to pull out your pointing finger. And hit the subscribe button. Yes, hit subscribe, please. The more subscribers that we get on Real Estate Rockstars, the better guests are attracted to the shows. We'll get more guests from the top companies, from the top teams, and even more celebrity guests like Robert Kiyosaki and Barbara Corcoran. Also, if you're not a member of our free Facebook group, go to Real Estate Rockstars Radio right on Facebook and Join the conversation. I'm on there myself on FaceTime Lives, and we have a lot of communications and questions about the show, and I'd love to see you there. And it's free. People ask me all the time, where am I on social media? I'm real easy to find. Just type in my name. My IG is I am Pat Hyben. It is blowing up on Instagram, adding tons of subscribers, and I'm on there probably twice a day. So definitely follow me on Instagram, as well as everywhere else. Thanks again for listening, and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.